0: filtered news real news welcome everyone to the Tory says show i'm your host tory today is april 12 2019 it's friday so are we waiting for more exciting news to come out on Friday? This has been an exciting week, like I said, and for the next week as well, we will just have it keep coming and coming and coming, like I said, April showers. But today, what I wanted to focus on is things that I touched upon yesterday in my first hour about Assange. I um, put together an article where I literally wrote out that Assange is actually free. Early, early, early hours of this morning, I was speaking to people in London by the river who know where he is, know what has happened, have been in the vicinity where he's being held and who's around him, and I'll give you a little bit of insight into that. But I want us to sit back and take a look and at globally, what the discussion is on a global scale. This global misinformation, this clear disregard for facts. And to kind of deconstruct on how weak uh, the indictment that was issued last year in March, right, under seal, is. if you read the article... You'll find that in there I have a link to all these texts that they're referring to that mention him having partial passwords or, you know, trying to hack a system, which is really not the case because there's nothing there that states it. Those of us that know how to filter through data would understand that username is not referring To um, cracking it, but actually locating and trying to cipher out uh, ownership of those documents. But anyway, I digress. Well, not really, though. I want to talk about the panic that is being um, inserted into our lives. The people that seem to know best. Those that are celebrating his arrest, claiming that he was never a journalist. And, you know, how... Eric Holder also had something to say about that because Eric Holder decides who's a journalist. And there was an, a, a, an amazing tweet put out uh, by James O'Keefe depicting that. And so we should think about it. You know, what actually defines a journalist? Because there are so many clowns out there, people in the New Yorker, MSNBC, CNN, that look at people like you and I who publish information, break stories they wish they had. Imagine if the New York Times or the, or CNN or MSNBC or the New Yorker the, New Yorker, the failing New Yorker, the failing New York Times, the failing, all of them are failing, had half of the information that Julian Assange has. Has half of the information, not even half, maybe one one-hundredth of the information that WikiLeaks has. Imagine how many prizes they would win. I mean, they won prizes for pushing the Russia hoax. So this is what we need to talk about today. What is really going on here? Because you're hearing people about freedom of speech, journalism, and it's like, stop. Stop. You know, when I put out information or anybody else that's not part of the mainstream media cartel puts out information um, and they try to discredit it and fail they go after the person putting out the information when they see that their smear campaign doesn't work with trolls and whatnot then they try to skew the information presented as, oh it's been mi- misrepresented and you know they use their friends and their troll farms to corroborate the skewed, factual information to fit their narrative. So we're going to be playing a few clips today and we're going, and this is how I can showcase to you exactly what is going on throughout the world. But let's start with England. Well, no, no, no. Let's leave that later because that ties in to my sources at GCHQ. It'll be fun. Trust me. You don't want to miss this one. Let's, let's listen to this lady her interview with RT, what she said, Julian told her on Tuesday prior to his arrest. Let's take a listen to her.
2: I saw Julian on Tuesday. I was allowed into the Ecuadorian embassy, and I was very happy because the people in the embassy were so polite and respectful and I had read in the paper that Ecuador would not kick him out and when I got inside to see Julian he said this is lies because Ecuador is very weak because they're under such strong pressure from America that they're just waiting to find an excuse and then they," he said "and they will arrest me either tomorrow or definitely within two weeks, that was what he said to me on Tuesday okay. And what I want to say is that this is about, it's about human rights, free speech and misrule of law by government. Because what's at stake here, the issue is that Chelsea Manning and Julian released American war crimes. Chelsea the whistleblower, Julian the publisher. And this is what this is about. And they've had this court waiting for them ever since. And, yeah. and how
3: did you feel when you heard what happened this morning?
2: Well, it's incredibly violent. And I mean, and I blame England anyway. England have kept him in that embassy trapped under total false pretenses, illegal. They've been keeping him there illegally for years, you know, through manipulating. They're just doing what they want.
0: She's right. They have kept him prisoner, basically, at the Ecuadorian embassy based on false information, false charges, because we all know that what they want, we know the end game. It's to shut him up. You can't leak documents. You can't show our true faces. You're not allowed to give the people what is factual and true. You cannot offer transparency. This is not how we work. You need to know how we work. This is exactly, we all know that's the ultimate goal. It's not though for this administration. We'll get into that later. But we all know that globally he is wanted by every single member of this globalist cabal. Because everything he publishes is factual and truthful and 100% vetted. And you know, I want to point out something that I pointed out in my article. Manning provided a treasure trove of information. But Julian Assange, even on the text you will see... Stated, well, I can't, I can't make that, I can't publish that, you know, because he understands the difference of transparency and causing concerns of national security to people and causing damage for national security to organizations. So he only published roughly 50% of what was provided to him by Manning. Just like he only published not all the DNC emails yet because they need to be verified And also, some of them may have compromising information of assets that shouldn't be public. Oh, and you do remember the RNC was hacked too, right? I think the Republican National Committee should be a little bit concerned too. We haven't seen a lot of those dropped, have we? Now... We all I, – I brought to your attention the issues that James O'Keefe is having. He was subpoenaed to appear before the grand jury. The attorney general of New Hampshire has not made it clear to him if he's the target, if he's the witness, if he's just giving testimony. Like, they haven't said anything. And this is scary, that in the end, to be an actual journalist, you have to be defamed – and you have to be prosecuted. Those are the real journalists, the people that are banned, silenced, defamed, or prosecuted. Those are the people because you know what corruption does? They like to pull your tongue out. They want to silence you. And James O'Keefe yesterday um, at 8 p.m. tweeted, may indict him. If he's not a journalist, who the hell defines that, Eric Holder? What is he deemed a florist when referring to Assange? This is incredible, just that 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 even that statement was made by who, nonetheless, Eric Holder, saying that the feds may indict Assange if he's not a journalist. (laughs) And here's the thing. So many of these so-called journalists have said the same thing. Journalists that are losers. Journalists that are propaganda mouthpieces or write cat-stuck-in-trees stories at the New Yorker. Why are they journalists? Oh, let me guess, because they're part of the mainstream media. Okay, okay. The same mainstream media that pushed the Russia collusion conspiracy theory and is still trying to push it today. So here's where it's important to visit Tucker Carlson. While he commented on Julian Assange's arrest. And take a listen to some of these collected tweets by him that he showcased. Because what is Assange's true crime? In essence, we know Hillary Clinton lost. He's embarrassing people globally. He's exposing them globally. But, you know, the indictment says that he was trying to hack, which is super weak. But take a listen. I love his analysis on this.
4: Okay, so once again, just to be totally clear, no one has ever shown that Julian Assange is a Russian agent. The indictment against him today does not say that. It doesn't mention Russia at all. But that has not stopped virtually every politician in Washington from repeating Senator Blumenthal's line, including many Republicans. Robert Mueller nearly killed the Russia collusion hoax. Julian Assange is allowing them to keep it alive. You'd think journalists would say something about this. Assange is, after all, one of them. What do you call a man who publishes news for a living? Assange is no sleazier than many journalists in Washington. He's definitely not more anti-American. He's broken stories The New York Times would have won Pulitzers for. And yet many of his colleagues have disowned him. Oh, please, wrote Alexia Campbell of Vox. Assange, Assange is no journalist. We know who he works for, meaning Russia. Julian Assange is not a journalist, explained Jelani Cobb of The New Yorker without actually explaining. Kendallanian of NBC, who doesn't so much cover the national security state as write memos on its behalf, noted that, quote, many believe that if Assange ever was a journalist, those days ended a long time ago. At NBC, when they tell you many believe something, it means they believe it.
0: So true, right? Because they corroborate each other. That's basically how they work. If they can't kill the information, if they can't debunk it, what they'll do is they'll attack the source. I mean, oh, he used to be a journalist. He's not now. Really? (laughs) What changed? So they try to discredit, and then they get into sheeple, people that just accept what everything, everyone, even for the majority, is saying it. It's just got to be true. And nobody actually even takes the time to read things. Like I know for a fact that when I publish things, I put a lot of hard work into it. I leave a lot of Easter eggs in there. But not a lot of people read anymore. People have a short attention span, very short attention span. And that's the problem. You'll see people retweeting articles and the article has like two lines in it. Why are you retweeting it? It's got nothing in it. It's because you haven't read it. You have to think, why are they using the same you know, type of maneuvers and MOs of attacking? This is what the fake news media does. And the thing is, we've lost the ability to objectively think. No logic. It's completely out the window. But in essence, what is coming now, they cannot avoid. And for me, I am reveling in the fact that they are all joyously applauding and accepting that Assange is going to be extradited to the U.S. because he will help a lot of things come to light. He will help bring down the Democratic Party in itself. I mean, could you imagine when all these insane Bernie supporters, these crazy liberals, find out that there is hardcore evidence that the Democrats rigged the election against Bernie Sanders. You know, it's one thing to kind of say it, mainstream media didn't, of course. <laughs> How they fixed it for Hillary Clinton. They ignored their own people who think that there's no voter fraud. So if we show you that there was voter fraud within your own party, how can you deny that it's happening nationwide? <laughs> of course, there's going to be those that don't know what color, what natural color their hair should be. Those that have tattoos on their faces or put facial implants and then complain because they can't get a job. Those that have degrees in feminism studies and can't get employment at all. Those will probably stick to the. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, they have the right to just pick their own people, they will implode. It will be incredible to watch. Incredible. I'm very excited to see what's happening. But I'm also a little bit distraught because we're very concerned uh, for Assange's well-being now uh, in regards to his interactions with the UK and how they're not complying. And I'll get into that in a bit. But we need to see the going narrative of what they're saying. Before we do, I want you guys to remember, I'll remind you with this like 15 second clip of how the United Kingdom lied. This is the Foreign uh, Relations Minister, uh, Jeremy Hunt. Listen to what he had said.
5: Well, Julian Assange is a free man. He can leave that embassy whenever he wants to. So um, we want the situation resolved as quickly as possible.
6: Do you think that's likely? That's up to him. What does he have to do?
5: Well, he's a free man. He could decide what he wants to do.
6: Thank you.
0: Oh, really? He's a free man, but your police went in there and removed him from the Ecuadorian embassy. That's, That's funny, right? So we're supposed to trust these people where they blatantly lie. But there are a few people that are asking the right questions. And here is a one minute clip of, you know, asking the right questions on MSNBC, but also pushing narratives. And I'll answer his questions for him.
3: Thanks, Sarah. I don't totally understand why suddenly this timing, why.
0: Oops, my apologies.
3: Suddenly this occurred now, why it didn't occur three months ago or three months from now. But it seems to me the key question, and this goes back to our first discussion. A Justice Department that was fully committed to the notion of finding out what happened in 2016, now that he is out, it could be pre- how hard will they press for extradition? If they get extradition, what happens to not just the scope of this indictment, but additional possible indictments, the scope of the investigation, what kind of pressure can be put on him? It comes back to the question, for a long time now, Matt, as you know, the notion of Julian Assange, journalist slash freedom fighter, is one that the U.S. intelligence uh, agencies and the Justice Department have not believed for a long time time, there's now a greater consensus in the world that he is a Russian asset and has been for quite some time. So the question is, how much does the Justice Department today, in light of everything else going on, how much do they want to bring the full weight of their ability and their authorities Uh, their authority, onto Julian Assange to try to find out exactly what happened and what his complicity was in the 2016 leaks. It seems to me a Justice Department fully committed to that. This could be a huge opening. A Justice Department that doesn't want to get anywhere near that could leave this a very narrow indictment that doesn't touch it at all. (laughs)
0: this is john hillman okay this is msnbc so he's saying well nobody believes he's a journalist slash freedom fighter of course he's a russian asset these guys are insane you know why because we have to remember who was attorney general at the time why did the indictment back in 2018 happen where did the information from this indictment, occur, you know, manifest from? I mean, how did they derive it from the chats when the chats don't show anything like that? Because I've got the chats. I posted them in my article. So now he's not a journalist, yet he's always been considered that. Uh, you know, all about transparency globally, not making, you know, he's not just targeting the U.S. He's got a lot out there for many governments. So he's not a journalist. So who's going to determine that? That's a really good question. And he's speaking on behalf of the Department of Justice, on behalf of the FBI, on behalf of the United States Intelligence community. Who is this clown saying that he speaks on behalf of all these people? That they don't believe that he's, uh, you know, a journalist or a freedom fighter and all the clowns there. Nodding. Yes, you're right. So right. Because you're a journalist, right? What a clown. (laughs) What a clown. So this is how they're going. So we've got those saying, well, he's not a journalist. And when he comes here, he's going to have to look at this and maybe there's going to be more indictments. Dude, you're bringing him in here for hacking. There is no way in our country that we would prosecute someone for leaking Information and he didn't leak it. He received leaked information and he published it. Kind of like the way you guys have your secure Dropbox for leaked information, for information that is damaging to anyone. You would wish people trusted you with that, but they don't. That's why he gets it. Kind of like the same way I say it for the people in my state. No one trusts the media in my state. You guys have no idea how many Dropbox links I get, how much information people send me, how my secret board where people just drop things off is full and riddled with things North Dakota, which I don't even have the bandwidth to cover. But people trust me. They don't trust their NBC, CBS stations, they trust me. And so, unlike him, who considers himself a journalist because he works for NBC, which I'm still waiting on going bankrupt any day now, uh, no one trusts them. So, they don't really get anything. The only thing they get are marching orders. So, that is what um, MSNBC said. And so, here is. Um, A very good commentary that I saw that was interesting, uh, where um, RT talked about um, his arrest. And it was, it was actually very, very telling. Take a listen. Now, I'm glad you brought up press freedom because the U.K. will likely
7: allow the extradition to the U.S. To, for, for Assange to face these conspiracy charges. Uh, this, of course, now after a judge there in England has, has found him guilty of skipping out on bail from a previous sexual assault charge stemming from Sweden. So will, will Assange's fate determine the future of journalism and, and whistleblowers?
6: I think that's uh, without doubt. I should, though, correct you there. There are no charges of sexual assault against. Julian Assange. There never have been. Such is the ability for character assassination against Julian Assange. And remember, for seven years, uh, if uh, people on RT were saying there is the fear of an extradition by a grand jury in the United States, the mainstream media was saying, no, it isn't. It's about sexual assault in Sweden. Now what's worrying is that in the past uh, few hours, he's been sent down, he's been uh, told that he's guilty of jumping bail on a... a, Accusation on an allegation that no longer even exists, is not even being pursued by Swedish authorities, and as regards what the uh, British judiciary, who are going to decide whether he'll be extradited to the United States, uh, there are questions over the partiality of the, of the, uh, of the judicial system. Uh, this uh, court judge, Michael Snow, said Julian Assange, he's characterised Julian Assange as having the behaviour of a narcissist who cannot get beyond his own selfish interest. Of course, if you're the relatives of those Reuters journalists gunned down, as we saw on the collateral murder videos, we're going to wonder, is he the narcissist or is narcissism something uh, in the eye of the beholder?
0: So as you understand, and we've said this before, there was never, ever, 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 ever in the forever, ever, 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 a actual case against him for sexual assault. It is all BS. There's none of that recorded. So why is the United Kingdom holding him? And before we break and I analyze that and give you... First-hand information that no one else is telling you, because remember, here I give you the real news. Let's take a listen to what Theresa May rejoiced about Julian Assange being arrested um, in Parliament. Just take a listen to what she said. Made my skin crawl. And then I'll explain to you what the United States government is going through right now with this.
2: The news this morning, that the Metropolitan Police have arrested Julian Assange. Yeah. Arrested for breach of bail after nearly seven years in the Ecuadorian embassy. He has also been arrested in relation to an extradition request from the United States authorities. This is now a legal matter before the courts. My right honourable friend, the Home Secretary, will make a statement on this later. But I would like to thank the Metropolitan Police for carrying out their duties with great professionalism and to welcome the cooperation of the Ecuadorian government in bringing this matter to a resolution. Mr. Speaker, this goes to show that in the United Kingdom, no one is above the law.
0: Turning to the council. Huh. No one is above the law. I don't know. Maybe we should ask the Queen about that. So after the break, we'll listen to one more statement. And then I will tell you exactly what's going on with Julian Assange in the UK and what mitigation is going on on behalf of the UK with this false skipping bail charge that doesn't really exist and how this extradition is on thin ice because they got the extension from the EU. More right after the break.
9: Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help.
0: Welcome back to the Tory Sesh show. I'm your host, Tory. I'm going to actually play two clips for you. I'm going to play one um, which has Handy asking questions. So take a listen to did this.
8: Not steal the DNC or... In 2017, I went to the ecuadorian embassy in london and assange i asked him directly about influence russia sources and assange insisted he did not steal the dnc or Podesta emails and that his source was not a government entity and i asked him specifically about russia take a look did russia give you this information or anybody associated with russia Uh, Our source is not a state party. So uh, the the answer for our interactions is no. You did not get this information about the DNC, John Podesta's emails. Can you tell the American people a thousand percent you did not get it from Russia or anybody associated with Russia? We, We can say... And um, We have said uh, repeatedly uh, over the last two months uh, that our source uh, is not the Russian government, uh, and it is not a state party. Now, Manning's case, I said pardon, but really the sentence was commuted to get things accurate. Now, if it wasn't Russia, like Assange just said, then who was it? Why was Assange never questioned by Robert Mueller or someone from his team? Now, one would assume that Assange, he could have been the guy that offered computer forensics that would prove exactly where that information came from. Mueller didn't take the time to ask. Either way, we have known that Russia has been a hostile actor on the world stage for years. Devin Nunes warned us about their nefarious intentions and election interference that would happen in the 2016 election. He did that in 2014, but nobody seemed to care or pay attention. And don't forget this all happened on Obama's watch, not Donald Trump's watch. So
0: So the reason the reason I played that clip was to tell you and and walk you through this that Hannity went and visited with Julian Assange before President Trump swore in. This was from January 3rd, 2017. And see, I'll I'll again make the statement that people forget. They forget. And they bank on you forgetting. Because if they bombard you with other things, you forget. Junk for the brain, right? So you remove facts because they're not facts because they're not repeating them, right? That's how it works. So if I start telling you something again and again and again and again and again, the fact that was present before me saying something else again and again and again and again is removed from your memory. So I'm here to jog your memories. June 3rd, 2017, he went. Not only that. We had an amazing congressperson, and I keep butchering the last name uh, because I learned it wrong. Ra... ra uh, he was actually the speechwriter for uh, President Reagan, right? And he is Representative Dana Rohrabacher from California. So this congressperson flew to London and sat down and met with Julian Assange on August 16, 2017. He sat down with him for a minimum of three hours. He was sitting with him more than three hours. So let's just say roughly three hours. And they talked and they exchanged information and he said, listen, We'd be willing to make a deal. I would be willing to push for a deal for you where, you know, you can, you know, have no, you know, the United States would have no interest in you. Uh, We would not pursue anything. We would leave you alone for your leaking, even though that's not a crime, publishing stuff, whatever, if you can give us proof. Now it is said that there's a hard drive, that there's evidence and Dana had that evidence and never provided it to anyone. So when he came back to the United States, he reached out to General Kelly. He asked, he told General Kelly how he met with Julian Assange and has seen the evidence of exactly what happened. And not only that, this congressman who I absolutely love, I absolutely love him because the media hates him. I love him because he puts questions out there that nobody wants to ask. And he said himself that if this was to come to light, it would rock the political world. It would destroy capital completely, completely. So he spoke with General Kelly and General Kelly said, man, no, because, you know, I would tell you to get with the intelligence community because... You know, you can't talk to President Trump about this because we've got Mueller. Remember, Mueller was a roadblock. So imagine if Dane actually met with the president and gave him this information. They would have a field day with the president. Now, uh, the media, the Wall Street Journal, actually got with General Kelly's office at the time. And he said, indeed, he asked. The president didn't know he asked. It's none of his business. We said no. And we told him to get with the intelligence community. So what's What's great here is, is that I'm pretty sure Mueller got his hands on that one. And to answer the question of that clown journalist, oh, why didn't it happen three months ago? Well, why didn't it happen last year? Why didn't it happen the year before? What happened? I wrote you guys an article about serendipity, right? Stars are aligning. It wasn't the right time. We still had the Mueller roadblock. We needed the Mueller report to have this information in there. We needed the Mueller report and the findings they have and the hard drives they have to be in the hands of the attorney general. Hmm. So in the meantime, everyone is playing the same violin. I would like to play a clip of Julian Assange's lawyer before we dive into information nobody has because i actually have sources unlike the mainstream media who get talking points take a listen
1: this is his
0: hold on let me just tell you this is assange's lawyer talking okay
10: We're going to make a short uh, statement here outside this courthouse, uh, and uh, later on we will will try to my try to be available to the press. Uh, Jennifer will start here.
11: Since 2010, we've warned that Julian Assange would face prosecution and extradition to the United States for his publishing activities with WikiLeaks. Unfortunately, today we've been proven right. Mr Assange was arrested this morning at about 10 o'clock at the Ecuadorian embassy after the ambassador formally notified him that his asylum would be revoked and he was arrested by British police. We've today received a warrant and a provisional extradition request from the United States alleging that he has committed, uh, conspired with Chelsea Manning in relation to the materials that were published by WikiLeaks in 2010. This sets a dangerous precedent for all media organizations and journalists in Europe and elsewhere around the world. This precedent means that any journalist can be extradited for prosecution in the United States for having published truthful information about the United States. I've just been with Mr. Assange in the police cells. He wants to thank all of his supporters for their ongoing support. And he said, I told you so.
10: Well, the only thing to add to this is the fact that uh, this is a dark day for journalism. As as Jennifer said, this sets a precedent. Uh, We don't want uh, this to go forward. This has to to, uh, be uh, averted. The UK government needs to make a full assurance that a journalist will never be extradited to the United States for publishing activity. This pertains to publishing work nine years ago, publishing of documents of videos of killing of innocent civilians, exposure of war crimes. This is journalism. It's called conspiracy. It's conspiracy to commit journalism. So this has to end, and we urge everybody to support Julian Assange in fighting this extradition. Thank you. What
11: legal what avenues are available to you to prevent this extradition? We will be uh, contesting and fighting extradition. We've requested that he now gets medical treatment. He's been refused medical treatment for the past seven and a half years, seven years since being inside the embassy. We will be fighting extradition and he'll be brought before the court again within the next month. We're not gonna be taking any more questions today. Thank you very much.
10: You're asking about the the elements in the, the extradition request. It is quite obvious that uh, the U.S. authorities have picked uh, just one element of what they have been working on for a long time, including the Espionage Act, uh, acts that uh, are, have uh, decades in prison. There is no assurance that there would not be additional charges when he is on U.S. soil. And I think, and I believe, that this was an angle in the approach to increase the the likelihood of him being extradited. That is obvious.
0: Thank you.
1: you.
0: All right. So they're pushing uh, the uh, notion of him as a journalist being prosecuted. The indictment does not say that. Though, having said that, I, again, will draw your attention to my article on ToriSays.com. It should be on the front page, if not... Um, Go into the little search bar and look up the article Assange is actually free, is finally free. Now, all of us understand that our president would never prosecute a journalist. But when Chelsea Manning, then known as Bradley Manning, was standing trial, do you guys remember one charge that was not brought up against her? And what was that? Aiding the enemy. Who was the enemy? The journalist. And so that charge was dropped because it would violate our Constitution. The Secretary of State at the time, Hillary Clinton, wanted him strung up in the square. She wanted Julian Assange's head like nobody's business. Imagine now. Because She lost. Oh, it's his fault. So we need to take, there's a lot of facets to this. So what they fear, because a lot of us are concerned about the people that surround the president. A lot of us, including myself, do not trust Barr at all. So the concern is, okay, we've got this nothing burger. You bring Assange, he gets off. Completely because there's no evidence. Like, you can't even say that him asking questions about the information that Chelsea sent. Clarification where'd this come from? What is this about? Um, Are actual crimes. He's a journalist. When people send me tips, I follow up and I'm like, well, where does this, you know, come from? Where did you get it? I mean, you know, your information is confidential, but how does this tie in? Is there something else to this that I don't understand? Because this isn't making any sense. Oh, I can't publish that. You know, it's not like I can put a criminal informant's name out there, because that could be considered compromising their asset. So what is it that he committed a crime to? Elaborating the facts, elaborating the evidence, saying, hey, I got this. Wow, I can't publish a translation. That would be a problem. Read the text. The link is in my article. But you have to understand, just like Hannity made the mistake, uh, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea got... Um, commu- uh, you know, her sentence commuted. That doesn't mean she was pardoned. That still means she has a felony on the record. So I'm like kind of cons- uh, confused as to how she wanted to run for Congress. I thought that you can't run unless that was part of her deal. So she got a commuted sentence, meaning you still have, you know, if there's a fine, you still have to pay it unless, you know, it's otherwise specified. And the, the fact that her sentence was commuted doesn't mean that it can't be revoked. If she breaches a contract. So here's the deal. I trust our president. There's no way our president would lock up a journalist ever, 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 ever. He is one of the people that are that is pushing for people not to be locked up, but to be rehabilitated. He knows what a crime is and what isn't a crime. He knows that unfavorable information may come out about him. He'll be angry. He'll be butthurt. But he's okay with it because that's journalism. Now leaking classified information, you know, from officials, that's a crime, but being the journalist who receives it is not a crime. And I'll tell you, I've received some damning information that I haven't released. Cause I'm like, nah, man, this is going to compromise and probably cause harm to citizens. So you don't publish it. Journalists have that, you know. Discretion; They could publish it and say, let the world go on fire, and they can't hold them accountable because that was what was given. But if they intentionally put it out there, knowing that it would cause harm, then they could be held accountable. Now, there was no harm in what he published except for the image of the United States. The fact that, yes, we had rogue killings. Yes, we killed civilians. There were atrocities done. Men being raped, treated like dogs. We should hold these people accountable because it's kind of just like the the epidemic we see in our um, police forces. Right? Right. We have those, you know, cops that that strut about, you know, as if they have a hard on for everything. And that they're the bee's knees and they could do whatever they want. And they're the ultimate authority and pander the respect my authoritat tune. Right. So those should be exposed. Why not? Just because you have some bad apples doesn't mean the whole tree is spoiled. Right. So he's not going to be prosecuted for journalistic crimes. But their concern is how much control does President Trump have over his Department of Justice with Barr in charge? That's a concern, and in the end, if they were to hold Assange accountable for publishing leak materials, well, then you know there is going to be a bunch of journalists throughout the United States that heads are going to roll from Zucker, sucker, Zucker up at CNN all the way across the board. People will be jailed. So if they're applauding his arrest and they're promoting the fact, oh yeah, he's not a journalist. That's why they're making this dis- distinction. Oh, what what does make a journalist? Oh, uh, they work for like a mainstream media company. No, it doesn't. That just makes you a mouthpiece with big pockets. What is a real journalist? A real journalist is the one that gives you the truth. A real journalist asks questions in the interest of the people. They don't push Russia collusion. So this is where their concern is. What if he goes there to the United States and this nothing burger That they brought him on goes away. He annihilates just him setting his foot in a courtroom on the ground. Will be incredible to blow all of DC up. Democrats, House members, senators, journalists, CIA, FBI, NSA, DOD, you name it, they're being torched with him landing his feet into the United States. He would be able to torch this whole Russia collusion. He will be able to indicate proof that this Russia hoax, this hack of the DNC, RNC as well, that we haven't seen yet, and all these other hacks were indeed done by American citizens and that the intelligence community knew about it and yet still Perpetuated it, still used taxpayer dollars to cover it up, and then still went forward knowingly and intentionally filing applications for FISA warrants when they knew it was false. When they knew it was false. Pardoning Hillary Clinton because they it was a crime as well, because they knew it was false. That Russia Russia knew it was false. Guccifer knew it was false. This would allow us to impeach Obama and arrest many people that served in the Obama administration. He is going to torch the place. So in essence, his lawyers are looking out for him to get the guarantee that he is not held accountable for publishing, which I am 100% sure the president of the United States will not allow. And you know what? In essence... I might even say this may be the straw that breaks the camel's back when it comes down to Barr staying as Attorney General because I don't see him standing as Attorney General for long. He's old guard, man. Old guards don't change. I don't trust him. But he serves a purpose and let him be for now. So what we need to understand is that there is legitimate fear that Assange coming to the United States for one incident of this fake hacking, which cannot be proven, it's just hearsay, and this is why you know you know what you, people forget, you know that Chelsea Manning was was subpoenaed to a grand jury in January. She, like James O'Keefe, had no idea what it's about. They wouldn't tell her if she was the target. They wouldn't tell her what it's about. They wouldn't say, Hey, this is what it is. We just want your testimony, right? Just come. And so now she's in jail for not answering questions, but she is answering the questions. Here's how she answers. Is she, here's how she responds to each question. I, I object to the question and refuse to answer on the grounds that the question is in violation of my first Fourth, and Sixth Amendment, and other statutory rights. All of the substantive questions pertain to my disclosures of information to the public. In 2010, answers, I provided in extensive testimony during my court-martial in 2013. What this tells us is, is that she has no idea what this is for, she feels that there was no due process, and she is at risk of her commuted sentence being revoked, and I think That she's not answering questions because if she answers the question that they want her to, her commuted sentence will be revoked. And why do I say this? Because her lawyer had a Freudian slip when her sentence was commuted. The lawyer said, yeah, she was waiting on the last days of Obama. Why did she apply for clemency? If so, where's that document? I mean, I haven't been able to get it because they told me when I asked for it back in January. After she, her sentence was commuted, and I was like, well, th- that's funny. That's super weird. How is, you know, this sentence commuted for her? When I asked her, they told me uh, in a response to my FOIA request that it has been uh, sealed under presidential archives. So I can't even get... To see if that document exists, they said, that would be considered part of the presidential archives. This does not um, confirm or deny the existence of such a document. Like, seriously? So did she apply for clemency? And when did she decide to say, oh, I remember, yeah, maybe we talked about passwords and stuff. Because none of that was part of her trial. Part of her trial was trying to make Julian Assange an enemy of the state, Yeah, you need to dig up that paperwork. He was an enemy of the state. They considered a journalist, an enemy of the state. That is the true face of the Obama administration. That is the true face of the then-Secretary Clinton. And you know, I had a source that I reached out to last week when I found out that he's being extradited uh, before I published my article because I knew it was happening two days before I published that but I wasn't sure on the date. And so I reached out to my source and asked about this. Hey, um, so how is this even possible? Like, I don't remember seeing any of this since you were present during the courts. Uh, could you possibly tell me if there's any information that would, that you heard or saw that would infer That he hacked something because, you know, I I don't see it. And here's the response I received. And this is a former State Department employee. I can't answer most of your questions, but I can tell you that hacking never came up. Yes, discussions between Manning and, and someone at WikiLeaks ensued on how to send over information and to ensure Manning's anonymity. But at no time was anything said or reference of WikiLeaks attempting to hack was discussed before, during or after the trial, as, you know, as far as my person knows. So we had a long conversation, but that was the most telling part. But, you know, this is unheard of to them. And we have to remember that um, Secretary Clinton at the time was really, really, really upset. Very upset. So what's going on? What's going on in the UK? And I can't believe I ran out of this half hour so we can run through that. But it is true that um, you know Julian Assange had never you know he he needs a checkup, so they've asked for that, and that's part of the rights of uh, someone that is being detained. So he is getting a good checkup, blood work, uh, make sure he's fine because that was refused to him while he was at the Ecuadorian embassy. So that's one. But also, his lawyers are demanding from the United Kingdom to not release him to the United States of America. Even though the United Kingdom has absolutely no choice to release him to the United States. Because if they do not, then we are fine with just providing all the information to the citizens of the United Kingdom to show them how they used, you know, UK taxpayer dollars to collude with the Obama administration to usurp our democratic process in elections. Not only that, how they continued to facilitate, promote the fake Russia collusion by contributing information. So after this break, and I apologize I didn't get to it now, I will tell you discussions that ensued uh, early this morning between me and my sources by the river in London who have seen and been around Julian Assange after his arrest. I'll see you all in a few. Welcome to Red State Talk Radio. You're listening to Tory Says for the next hour. I'll be your host, Tory. We'll be discussing news,
2: foreign and domestic, unfiltered news,
0: real news. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tori Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. Remember, you can always follow me on Gab and Twitter at Tori underscore says. And I'm always here Monday through Friday on Red State Talk Radio. Also, I just wanted to tell you guys that I do upload every single radio show up so you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, like any podcast thing, Google Podcasts, whatever, um, or SoundCloud. And I will be doing a bonus segment this weekend, and it'll just be podcast, and I will be putting it up for you. I'm just letting you know. I should have that up, that extra um, episode uploaded on Sunday, um, which will be just podcast. I just wanted to give you some breaking news, um, totally off topic. Uh, in the Mall of America today, just a, a little while ago, a man has been apprehended for throwing a child, a five-year-old toddler, off the third floor in the mall. Now, there was a lot of blood. Um, You know, the kid has been rushed to the hospital. The mom was screaming. Uh, The police have actually captured the man. And my sources on the ground say that person, um, you know, Probably resides in Little Mogadishu. So I will have a full article going up on that. Uh, Once I'm off the air, I will communicate with my sources, uh, with Minneapolis PD, and find out what's really going on. And I have a couple sources at the Mall of America that work security, so maybe I'll get more information. Uh, But I thought I would break that to you and let you know that a child was thrown off the third floor by someone that has been apprehended by the police. A five-year-old child chucked off the third floor in the middle of the mall. Uh, So I I just wanted to tell you that this is breaking. Uh, You know, I have my eye on little Mogadishu, and it's regional to me. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. Okay, so where we're at now is I've kind of explained to you what the two narratives that are going around globally are in regards to Assange. We have the people um, screaming about uh, journalistic rights the liberties of being a journalist, free speech. Let's remember, right? The United Kingdom does not have free speech. Okay, let's just break that down. There are a lot of countries that, unlike our nation, support free speech and freedom of the press. Remember, in the United Kingdom, a judge issued an order that nobody talk about Tommy Robinson, right? You remember that. It's in the United Kingdom where if you're sitting on a corner preaching about Christianity, you get arrested for breach of peace. Remember that. So we have half of them supporting journalism and saying what's happening to Assange is preposterous because then every single journalist that gets any leaked information or anything that can harm the credibility of governments, right? Not people, the credibility of governments and provide transparency to the people is a crime. And then we have the other camp, which is mostly the with her camp, the Obama administration camp, the news propaganda camp, right? Not news, sorry, propaganda, mockingbird camp that also want to say, oh, Julian Assange isn't really a journalist. So he could get prosecuted and only real journalists don't get prosecuted. And it's like, hey, chick, you're not a real journalist if you're talking about cats and if you're getting talking points in your secure box telling you what keywords to use and what to say. So moving along, he's in the UK in their custody and they are... They today were arraigning him on skipping bail on a charge that doesn't exist from Sweden. And they're using this to hold on to him. Now, my sources at GCHQ say that, um, you know, Gina, you got to start doing your job, man. Because, you know, Mike Pompeo, our secretary of state, put you there even though you shouldn't be there to do your job. And apparently, we're not getting the eyes on him as we should. And there is a credible fear from people that are trying to facilitate his extradition to the United States for his well-being. And this is scary. Because the United Kingdom knows that if they do not release Assange, then we will not redact their names off the Mueller report this is why William Barr the attorney general of the United States said there's four categories remember the one category he said was we may not disclose the names of people that may damage their personal uh, their persona or their actions you know or their office in general right so the queen better get on this because you got to decide man we've got the internet up unless you're going to shut down the internet So that your constituents don't see what you guys did. Then you best comply. This is called leverage. And we have everything we need already. We already have the proof in the Mueller report that they're so anxious to get. We already have the proof. (laughs) That's the funny part. We already know who killed Seth Rich. We already know who released the emails. We already know everything. Mueller was just hiding it. So they need to figure out where they're going and you know it's not a coincidence that you know today was supposed to be the no brexit deal brexit right no deal brexit didn't happen because yesterday coincidentally hours before the arrest so while they were arresting julian assange the european union was colluding with the uk government To say, don't worry, you don't have to be under pressure with the U.S., we'll give you an extension. So they totally came in, even though there were discussions of how this was going to pan out. So the EU has stepped their foot in coincidence that Obama was there, Merkel was there. Everyone's so upset about Julian Assange in the European Union. Now, never were before, but now they are. Why? Because if he comes to the United States then, you know, he's going to blow it all up. This facade, this fakeness, the false narrative that globally has been pushed. So it's very concerning that we don't, we're not allowed to have 24-7 eyes on him. And my sources tell me that the concern that they have is, you know, them using the excuse, well, he was locked up seven years with no medical treatment. How would we know he suddenly created an allergy to this and we couldn't rescue him fast enough? Are you getting this? They're in full panic mode, but we've got eyes everywhere and we're pushing hard. And unfortunately the GHCQ is not very compliant and pushing this narrative about Sweden is going to be their downfall because we need to call Sweden to the table now. Where's this charge? Where's your person manifest us? This, uh, this, these, these documents don't manufacture them retroactively, but they can. Who's to say that they haven't been retroactively manufactured? Right? We need to understand that him coming to the United States is important, so that he is free. WikiLeaks will still operate. It's just Assange won't be part, right, like right into it, or he can. I mean, they're a credible organization that has never published anything in over a decade of operation and that is untrue they have pissed off a lot of people they have exposed a lot of people but we don't see the same attack on the panama papers do we so weird so weird it's because julian assange caused a lot of damage to people you know His release of those emails that he received from an American citizen, not a state actor, but someone that was a diehard Bernie Sanders fan that was so upset with this corruption that he decided he's going to do something. How many upset people right now still exist with a lot of damning information about the Obama administration and what they did? Tons. You know what's funny? What we didn't pay attention to is... And I want to recircle on that so you understand. Is that when Obama commuted her sentence, he pardoned somebody else. And that person, that somebody else, was someone that was dealing with Iran. Why? Because Iran is Obama's baby. I can't hold you accountable for helping them. I'm helping them. Are you getting what I'm trying to tell you? This is a global war. This is one man that... Like piranhas, all of them want to tear him apart. But unfortunately, we have President Trump in office. Unfortunately for them. And this will not go easy. This will not go silent. So his extradition must happen. And he better come with all his faculties and well-being. Don't even try to pull an auto on us. Don't even try to, to do it because right now the GCHQ is on fire because people are coming and saying, why, why, why? And they're stymieing. It is important that all of us pray for his safety. It is important that he comes to the United States and for all those within the United States saying, oh my gosh, he's going to be prosecuted. Do you not know who president Trump is yet? Seriously? He's been in office for over two years. Do you think he's the type of person that would prosecute Julian Assange for exposing the wrongdoings of governments across the globe? Are you insane? Anyone pushing such a narrative, is just ridiculous and you have to wonder where they really stand. You know, they're pushing about freedom of the press. This has nothing to do with that. The indictment says nothing about that. It is a BS indictment. It was planned. Why can't you see it? Why can't you trust the plan? They cannot avoid what is coming for them because they put their name on it. They put their name on it already. They wanted to extradite him for crimes of hacking conspiracies, which don't exist. Because he receives information, he doesn't go and hack it. He publishes information he receives, he doesn't hack the information and then publish it. So it's going to be really difficult for something like that to stick. Don't people get it? We have to have a bonafide reason to bring him here. And you have to think this was done in March of 2018. And now it's April of 2019, almost a month, uh, a year later to the, you know, almost a little to a month and a couple days, right? Later than when they filed this sealed indictment and they filed this extradition order right after Chelsea Manning would not answer questions to a grand jury. She doesn't know why it's formulated, How it's formulated, for whom it is, and she's denying to answer questions. And the thing is, did Manning at some point in 2016, in exchange for a commuted sentence, say, yeah, you know, he kind of like guided me through and whatever. Where's the testimony? It wasn't during trial. So was it coincidental that there was a commuting of her sentence and maybe statements? Did she lie about Assange? Because Assange was one of her biggest supporters. He acknowledged her as a journalist for what she did. He said what she did was whistleblowing and shouldn't be held accountable. And I and I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, even if there are secrets within our government and uh, we have to expose them when they're wrong. I mean, this is what whistleblowing is about. And we do have whistleblowing programs, but no one trusts them because as we realized from investigations being done that the CIA and the FBI monitor whistleblowers and mitigate whistleblowing applications. Like they see who whistleblows and then they destroy them. So nobody has an outlet to say this is wrong. It's like when you see someone that is your superior Execute someone in front of you, and you're like, What are you doing? You can't. You sit there and eyes forward and remember that and think, Oh my gosh, I'm an accomplice because I'm not saying anything. But if I say something, I go to the brig. What do I do? That's the reality. There aren't really any honest avenues for people to whistleblow. So what Manning put forward and released, I'm all for. She shouldn't have never been prosecuted as a criminal, but she should have been afforded the right, you know, on the back of her case and many others like that, there should have been a a committee created where people that do have the highest security clearances, where people that do work in governments, um, facets of the government or the intelligence community, when they see that there are injustices, violations of human and civil rights that they can actually complain without the fear of being prosecuted that is what should have come out of this manning case honestly that should have come out but it didn't because the 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 idea of national security is fake It's fake. We don't need that much secrecy. We don't need to be covert against each other. What is going on? Why do you think that they're allowed to keep secrets from you? For what? Your protection? I can protect myself. Give me guns. I'm good. What are you protecting me from? Maybe we should ask Eisenhower and his Granada Treaty. That's where we need to go. Maybe we need to go to the brainchilds of this illusion of the necessity of national security. And those... That know a few things, understand what I'm talking about. Why not be transparent? Why do we need secret covert operations of listening into people for enemies? Come on, guys. Do you really think that in, in in like five seconds, if Russia decides to send off a missile our way, we won't know about it while it's traveling? Of course we will. And we will be able to respond. We don't need spies. We'll know about it. Are we really worried about what China is doing to us? No, we don't because we've got full access to information. And if you arm the people with knowledge, there you go. Crowdsourcing is the best way to get honest and bonafide truths and to solve problems, not by bottlenecking it with a handful of people that think that they have some magic quality, all 12 of them, of course. The people deserve to know. And those of you that can read or listen in between my words understand what I am saying. Right now, you have to think, why is there a full blockade? Why are they discrediting anyone that points out this blockade? Why? Why is Assange being delayed? Why are people advocating for the United Kingdom to keep him when he is not safe? Why are they refusing us, the United States, access 24-7 to Julian Assange? We have the cards. We've got the leverage. They're in full panic mode. I mean, (laughs) this Brexit thing, another excuse, another excuse, another delay, another extension. Come on, guys. Get with the program. They don't want us to have access to Julian Assange because they don't want us... To fix our problems. Because by fixing our problems, our corrupt government and gutting the swamp is not what they want. Because by doing that here, it's a domino effect across the globe. I mean, even today, Algerians were up in arms saying we are ruled by the mafia. Corruption everywhere. Everywhere. People are uprising. Corruption Everywhere. Imagine if the United States literally took a broom and cleaned it all up. Severing this nerve center for them. They are in full panic mode. And Julian Assange is the key. He's the broom that will help us. Flush out the majority of the swamp. We will have so many empty seats in the House, Senate, FBI, CIA, whatever. You want to call it the NSA? Okay, let's call it the NSA. It's it's really not. It's a bunch of other agencies. But let's just call it the NSA. It's incredible. Incredible because this information he has, you cannot refute it. It's been checked. It's been sourced. It's been documented. What is going to happen is going to be glorious, but they're not allowing us. The United Kingdom is literally stymieing us and it's causing concern. If it's causing concern to the people down in London right now, our people down in London right now, it should concern every single one of us. And I would say it would be important that Gina fly her butt out there because Gina you're on a you're on a time crunch here man you're on a leash you better make it happen and President Trump should be pushing on this our administration should be pushing on this give us a why are you stalling give us a why are you stalling give us a but the thing is it's our court system we have dibs first and in the United Kingdom we charge people for skipping bail in other countries Totally makes sense, right? It's like you're in the United States and you got arrested for drunk disorderly conduct in Thailand, and you come to the United States, and suddenly your local court in your city says, I'm holding you under skipping bail in Thailand for disorderly conduct. Come on, guys, seriously. This is serious stuff. Think about it. Where is the logical thinking? Where? is the logical thinking here. It's as if everybody forgot how to think. They forgot how to think. And anyone that points it out that says, what are you talking about, man? They'll sit there and say, you're crazy. Like, why would you say that? Why are you asking questions? How many people have been inserted into the MAGA movement, pushing the same darn narratives? The people that are like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm siding with Democrats right now. (laughs) My gosh, the disinformation is real. Take a step back, guys. Remove yourself from the situation and look at it with an objective lens. Here we have a guy who obviously is a publisher, obviously is a journalist. We see the text that they're referring to in the indictment. None of the texts say, hey, you only gave me half a password. I can't hack it. That's not true. Um, you see that that doesn't exist. You see that it's a weak form. You see that it's been over a year. At the same time, Chelsea Manning is being subpoenaed right before he gets extradited. And she's in jail because she's refusing to answer questions and stating, you could just, you know, citing, just, just go back to my testimony. That's where you'll get your answers. If it's anything pertaining to that. So. That's happening, right? Then we have this fake Swedish thing that never existed, but it was just put through the media. So we have the media pushing that. We have the media calling him not a journalist. We're journalists. He's not. You know, I have people locally in my area that are like, oh, I'm press. I was like, no, you're not. You're a shill. You get paid to come here and brown nose and, you know, get on your knees for whoever you're reporting on. You're not a journalist. You're a paid shill. Well, you're not, I had someone say you're just a blogger. Yeah, totally badass one. If you want to call me a blogger, but I'm the one that exposes things. This is, this is the difference between journalism. Exactly what James O'Keefe said. If you're not making noise, if you're not keeping people on their toes, and if you're not exposing things, the media doesn't want to touch, then you're not really a journalist. I mean, I, I think last week I was talking about my state state auditor report. complete fraud, millions upon millions of dollars missing, paying one person seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for adoption. Adoption They adopt. Right. But they get paid. Wasn't adoption expensive for people? I I, I thought it cost, you know, an average couple about 40 grand to adopt right from cases and all that. But then they got paid seven hundred fifty thousand dollars over a period of 15 months for one adoption. Why isn't the media covering that? Because they're not media. They're not journalists. They are shills. So take a step back. And look at what's going on. We've got media saying, well, he's not really a journalist. And the media saying, damn, you know, if he goes to jail for publishing stuff, we're all going to jail. Then we have, well, you know, he shouldn't be held accountable for jail. Well, I don't know. I don't trust Barr. So maybe we should keep him in the United Kingdom because we know this Swedish thing is false. But he might not survive in the United Kingdom. So this is exactly what's happening. And imagine how many countries, just go to WikiLeaks and look at how many countries want a piece of Assange, a piece of him, like piranhas. He's dangling right now over a river of piranhas. And the United States is trying to swoop up and grab him and say, come here, we'll help you. But nobody trusts the people in the Department of Justice right now. Now, William Barr has to be very... Very careful. He can't do what he's not supposed to. He can't old guard it. He has to do the right thing. Or else he gets chucked. He gets exposed for what he is. Yeah, I know he doesn't like the Clintons. And there's a possibility that he's like, yeah, this is vengeance for me, but he's still old guard. And he will place old guards deeply, deeply, deeply embedded into our intelligence, Department of Justice, and FBI community for the next administration that comes in 2024. That is not as smart, not as planned as the Trump administration. So think about it. Take a step back. I mean, we indeed have the source now. Don't we? You think the United Kingdom or the Queen wants the world to know that her empire of a crown colluded against the president of the United States of America? That's something she can't recover from. I mean, maybe this is why she's organizing the state visit of President Donald J. Trump, even though they said they would would never have him over. She's going to bring him over and wine him and dine him for a state visit. And that's to come. And remember, you heard it from me first. So again, take a pause during this break and think about it. What is really going on here with Assange? Is Assange, does he have information or does his lawyer have information to concern him actually going to the United States? Because it's definitely not fear of Donald Trump.
5: eight707 one two one nine
7: hey this is Leonora Cravota from red state talk radio for my pillow I used to have trouble sleeping my pillow changed all that I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow that's how comfortable my pillow is with its patented interlocking fill my pillow stays cool and does not go flat.
0: Welcome back uh, to the Tory Sess Show. This is the last half hour, and usually on Fridays, I give you a little bit of an insight of what's to come next week. I thought I'd tell you something that the mainstream media hasn't reported, and this is from unconfirmed sources because obviously everything's under seal, but they're usually right. So James Comey was actually subpoenaed to come back to the United States on the day that these criminal referrals were actually made public to be having been submitted, as you know, because they were submitted. Now, the first thing he did fresh off the plane was actually provide an interview in California yesterday. Did you guys hear it? I think I should play it for you because what's interesting is, is what he said. This is what is interesting, what he said. And how they are trying now to attack Barr, and I want to make a few points on that. Uh, after you just hear this twenty-second clip of Comey, um, who was um, interviewed yesterday by, of course, respect, the clown. With news respect to Barr's
8: at. comments, I really don't know what he's talking about when he talks about spying on the campaign. It's concerning because the FBI and the Department of Justice conduct court ordered electronic surveillance i have never thought of that as spying
0: what okay so listening into your phone calls tracking your location following you around to meetings and listening from a distance bugging your house checking your emails looking at your social media messages your search activity Not spying. Dude, they are like redefining everything. And by the way, let me make a point here. William Barr, the attorney general, could have said fraudulently or with malintent applied for FISA warrants. Right? He could have said that, but he didn't. He said spying. Why? Because we're not talking about the FISA warrants. Okay, We're not talking about the FISA warrants. We're talking about the stuff that happened before the FISA warrants. The stuff that happened before Hillary Clinton knew she was boxed in. We're talking about before they went full-blown, Russia, 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 Russia hacked our emails because they knew they were hacked before the DNC convention. Both them and the RNC. I'm reminding the RNC. Reminding How much stuff is still with WikiLeaks that has not been published? Just a reminder for everyone to remember, because the RNC also complained about Russia, Russia. Now, it could have been the Democrats taking, well, let me just leave it there for you. So we're not talking about FISA warrants. Comey, and if you watch the video from yesterday afternoon after he landed in California that morning, because my sources at the airport said he's here, he's here. He sat there. Check him out. No tie. A little bit sun kissed. Top open. Totally relaxed. A freaking snake. Because his head is on the chopping block. Mm. And I would just say <laughs> they can't avoid what's coming. We've got Julian Assange. We're going to get him. The point is we have to make sure that that the that the Brits understand what at stake. If they don't hand him over. They have to make sure that they understand that Barr is on a leash. We did not put Barr, an old guard guy there, without having back. Come on, man. We are entrapping the entrappers. Nobody gets it. This isn't something that just happened. We've just been really lucky to be 20 steps ahead. Come on. 88,000 sealed indictments. Seriously? That's unheard of. 88,000 sealed indictments? Unheard of. But they still think they're in control. They've lost every single angle. And you know, people... Don't seem to want to see what's going on. Why would the attorney general, a seasoned CIA operative slash attorney general, former for Bush 41, because remember, he worked for the CIA right out of college. Remember, he's the one that did the whole Mina thing. Remember, he's the one that set up Barry Seal in Noriega. He was sipping cocktails with him in Costa Rica. Come on, guys. This bar isn't like your average Joe, and he doesn't forget his hanger in his suit. Let's be honest with each other and be transparent now. Barr would have said illegal applications or not warranted or unsubstantiated or maliciously filed FISA warrants. He could have said that. He didn't. He said spying because there were four, maybe five different operations prior to that. People are not getting it. And so he's redefining spying. And, you know, a lot of people are talking about the arrest of uh, Obama's counsel. Now, Obama's counsel that was arrested... We have to understand that, yes, he was arrested. Yes, it was linked to Manafort. And what we're not paying attention to is this is just the first of many. But this guy was actually thrown under the bus by his own law firm because a guy named Swan, Swan right? <laughs> he, he literally pled out and paid a fine for the same stuff had to do with FARA and all this thing and you know lobbying and working with foreign governments etc and when you're working with the white house or when you're white house counsel, or if you're working with the president you gotta be transparent and he wasn't you know the whole uranium one thing but so um greg um gregory craig uh, is the first one to be indicted from the obama administration remember obama No no one from my administration was ever indicted. Well, no one from President Trump's administration has ever been indicted either because these were campaign people. Your campaign people, though, on the other hand, were under scrutiny. You paid one of the highest FEC fines for violating protocol on campaign funds. Millions, right? So you want to say that your nest isn't dirty? Man, you have no idea what's coming impeaching you is just it's going to be the easiest thing anyone can do but we are going to take down so many heads so many heads and april is just getting started it's not even the 15th day of april and we got them all and you know a lot of people are like you didn't talk about Avenatti. he got like 36 other indictments man there's more there this is Nothing. When I saw the announcement the night before yesterday, right, because uh, I do have sources in other countries uh, because I keep my eye out for a lot of things because I'm, I'm focusing on Australia. Australia is becoming a very curious case. I, I find them that they're separating from New Zealand somehow and their elections are a little bit curious. I haven't put my finger on it yet, but I'm working on it. Um, but anyway, I saw that and I was like, um, oh, you know, that's really a nothing burger. We already knew how corrupt he was. We already knew that he was protected by those that he supports. Uh, My concern is when will his name turn up after the plea deal of Costco? Because that hasn't come to light yet. So that is um, pretty important to me. Very important to me. But here's what we're going to see. And I want you guys to remember that Our government shows you it's kind of like a path. It's like the yellow brick road in The Wizard of Oz. They lay the path out, but people don't know how to find that path. And I've said it before that the way to find this path is always to look at executive orders, to look at your president's tweets, and also look at what the Justice Department is putting out. Who's getting arrested? Who's getting indicted? I mean, former CEOs being convicted of defrauding government entities, people with public corruption fixing, uh, you know, uh, auctions of government surplus, police officers, law enforcement being arrested Former Arkansas state senator indicted for embezzlement and public corruption scheme. I can't wait till that says North Dakota. I can't wait, you guys. I can't wait. I'm telling you, I can't wait. All of these. Washington-based lawyer indicted on charge of making false statements to the Department of Justice. You guys, no one's paying attention. They're laying out the yellow brick road. You don't have to listen to CNN. You could just look at the stuff that they're putting out for you. Look at what your president is telling you. Next week is going to be as awesome. Next week, Assange will obviously be in the news. But all of these things are going to be coming to light. I mean, look at what our president told us today. Just pay attention to what he's telling you. Oh, the top White House lawyer, Craig, was indicted yesterday on very serious charges. But it's such a huge story, but the fake New York Times didn't even put it on the front page. In fact, they buried it on the 16th page. Washington Post put a little tiny blurb about it. Hmm. He also said, um, I don't need to know anymore. We're done. Absolutely done. Mueller tried the case. There's no collusion. No matter what we do or give the radical left, it'll never be enough. I mean, you heard it. This guy is still stating that Julian Assange is a Russian agent. Julian Assange. Is his own agent. He doesn't need anybody. He doesn't have loyalties. He exposes everything across the globe. But they are seriously pushing that. What else did he say? He said Democrats don't like the results of the Mueller report. So now they're trying everything else. No, duh. Even the Democrats now say that our southern border is a crisis and a national emergency. Hopefully, we will not be getting any more bad court decisions. Outrageous. He's pointing to it. We're going to see some judges um, being rolled out. The radical left always seems to have open borders, open arms policy, so this should make them very happy. Due to the fact that Democrats are unwilling to change our very dinner, dangerous immigration laws, we are indeed, as reported, giving strong considerations to placing legal, illegal immigrants in sanctuary cities only. Oh my gosh! You think San Francisco is bad with all the poop on the roads? Let's bring it. Let's give them all these illegals. Let the illegals mooch off of them and we'll be like, I'm sorry, you're a sanctuary city, you don't get that This is going to be fun, fun, fun. We should just put them all in the sanctuary cities. That is the way you do it. You do it so that the people that support it, that love their sanctuary cities say, I'm done. I'm moving. I'm out. This is perfect. Your president is telling you what is happening. You guys want to push them across while well, I'm trying to figure out how you're pushing them? While well, I'm trying to arrest senators and congresspersons and DNC funders and all these newly sprouted immigration lawyers? Okay. Let's bring them all to Los Angeles. Let's bring them all to San Francisco. Let's bring them all to New York. And let's see what New Yorkers have to say about it. Let's see what the people of California have to say about it. (laughs) This is going to be fun, fun, fun. You want to be a sanctuary city? All right. Put your money where your mouth is because you ain't going to be having much of that money because you got to feed them all. So that's going to be fun. Oh, these poor, you remember all these people, open borders, open All right, take them into your house. We have no housing. They have to be on the street. Yeah, so I'm all for them coming here, but I don't really have a job because I have a degree in like women's studies and I work at Starbucks, so you can't live with me. Oh, you don't want this coyote with these five kids that he claims are his to sit in your house? Oh, and these men that are coming in and out of your house are his friends. Don't worry about it. It's not like he's raping the kids or anything. These are scenarios that should be playing out. This is fun. This is fun. The president is giving them exactly what they need. What? What they asked for. Here they are. Take them. And this is where the people of the United States, who are the taxpayers, who won't be able to get on a bus, who won't be able to walk down their roads, who won't be able to go to school. Their kids can't go to school because they're being bullied by kids that are homeless that are now in their class that speak no English. Oh, and all these women getting raped, all these people getting killed, mugged, robberies, burglaries, you name it, it'll happen. And then we could just sit back and watch them torch up where they start to proclaim that they're in a federal emergency be like, I don't know what to tell you. You're a sanctuary city. Keep them. We're not taking them. (laughs) That's how it should work. He's telling you what's going on. Your department of justice is cracking down on governments, on senators, local communities for public corruption, embezzlement, state Senator, former Arkansas state Senator. Are you listening? It is incredible, embezzling money, putting funds in something called the state's general improvement fund. We have something like that in North Dakota, which unfortunately the U.S. attorney, the new U.S. attorney was just confirmed, who's Drew Wrigley, who is so corrupt, who helped wrongfully prosecute a woman named Susan Bala, who had the most successful online horse betting company because she was using her money she was a staunch political opponent cuz she was very rich and she was a very staunch democrat and she did not like the attorney general so the attorney general colluded with the us attorney to wrongfully prosecute her. guys they threw her in jail and at appeal the court was like but there's no evidence of a crime why was she in jail why was she prosecuted they took away her company they rendered her broke guys this is what our department of justice is looking at all these Native Americans that have property with mineral oils, minerals, right? Oil, gas that are sitting on their properties, but then right next to them, maybe a senator or someone purchase land and they're underground siphoning their own minerals from the next door property. Like this stuff is happening, like stealing stuff, siphoning gas and oil under lakes and rivers without telling people. This is the stuff the Department of Justice is looking at. This is what they're doing. So look at what they're doing. They're draining the, the swamp. You know, it's kind of like President Trump is like, look, these are the main issues here. We got radical Islamic terrorism. We've got an invasion of our border. We've got corrupt people in the Senate and the House. We've got money, federal tax money going missing. We've got this problem with money and health care and pharma that everyone's getting rich off of and you people are paying for it. And then you have the Department of Justice saying, we've got the lower level of the pyramid here, which is state and city officials. We're getting them all so that way this can't happen again. Look here. This is happening. Look there. This is happening. Guys, there are so many fronts, so many battlefronts right now. And think on a global scale how many. Think how we've torched the European Union. Think. We've just placed more tariffs and pushing them because they are unfairly attacking our company, you know, Airbus, right? So think China. Oh, man, this guy's not going to let us just do our thing and take advantage of people. And he knows we're coming and he's holding us accountable. Think the pressure that China is getting because they're intervening with North Korea when Kim wants to be free. This guy has been trapped in that country. And obviously, he's, he's always loved America. Why else would he have so many things of Americana around him? Why else would he be buddies with, with, um, you know, our basketball players and be so chill because, you know, he was just born into the dictatorship. He knew no better, right? He's okay. Drunk on power, but he wants to be free. China won't let him know. China's like, ah, hello, we've got history together. Listen to me. Think of all these things that are going on. Well, next week is going to be explosive. You thought this week was fun. (laughs) Next week's going to be a cool ride. And next week, is we're going to have the boom on Friday. But having said that, I expect something huge to drop today. Why do I say this? Because if you go to the justice.gov website, they haven't published anything today. What? Usually by 7 a.m. they have some updates. We did this, this court case did this, 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 this. (laughs) But they've got nothing since yesterday. What does that tell you? That tells you that there's possibly something in the work for today. I can tell you next Friday is going to be even more explosive. And remember, we've got the Ecuadorian president in town on the 16th, right? He's coming. Total coincidence, right? Total coincidence. How many times does something have to happen? You believe in coincidences like that? All you guys have to do is kick back and enjoy the show. Because April showers is is the petty thing. You know how... Um, how, when you want to feel vindicated, right? Okay. And you're just like, you get into that petty mode where you're like, oh, she was like this to me. So I'm like so happy. But then you're like, oh, that's not, you know, that's too bad. You know, like the petty part of you, that, that not good part, that not good side that all of us have, we fall into that trap of being petty. Well, this week, these were petty things. No matter how explosive they look to you, they were actually nothing compared to next week. Nothing. 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 And if you only pay attention to what your government tells you, what the government puts, I mean, look at the rounds in the news today. Like pretty pretty nothing-ish, right? They're just kind of rounding about and just Assange and this and that. Like there's really nothing there. They're just repeating, repeating, repeating. For me, the Assange thing, I'm telling you, our agents are having big problems with GCHQ out in London. Really big problems keeping eyes. But, you know, and they're... Totally panicking of the fact that the U.S. is like, all right, you want these illegal immigrants, I'll give it to you. This is just stuff. But the Justice Department has been quiet. How many times have you seen the Justice Department be quiet? I mean, come on, guys. Eastern time, it's 1 p.m. almost, and they haven't published one announcement. And if you look at their site, they have an average of what? Um, Maybe eight announcements a day. Eight announcements uh speeches, press releases, you name it, they have it out there. Um and I'm just saying 8 for the slowest day because yesterday we had about a few. Oh, by the way, General Electric agreed to pay 1.5 billion penalty for alleged misrepresentations concerning subprime loans included in residential mortgage backed securities. Whoop, that's the first press release we got today. First one. First one just happened just as I was talking about it. Just happened Right now, General Electric, one point, wow, look at all these corporations paying all these fines for fraudulent activities. Are you paying attention? Because this is totally going under the radar. Will you hear about it on CNN? Did you hear about the CEO defrauding the FDA? Giving, uh, you know, manufactured and altered drugs to people? No, probably not. Why are they going to talk about it? Did you hear about, you know, the Romanian cyber criminals infecting 400,000 victim computers with malware and stealing millions of dollars? Probably not. They're more focused on the fake news. They want to push this Russia thing. You know, if they could find an angle for this Romanian thing, uh, they would have, you know, taken it. So think about it. What does that tell you? What does it tell you when you see that, it's 1 p.m. and there's been one press release from the Justice Department, just one. one, 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 one. tells you that something's brewing. They've got a concentration somewhere. They're busy on something. And, ooh, baby. I do know that they're really, really busy with this Assange thing because the United Kingdom is playing, you know, hot and cold. They're getting some cold feet thanks to the EU. I mean, the EU intervened last minute and said, hey, we'll give you a break. Just don't deal with the Americans. Don't let them have them. Because if they destroy what Obama built, we're done for. You know, Obama was there in Europe. I mean, that's how he negotiated it. Obama said, EU, do something with the UK, man, because they've got leverage. Because if President Trump gets a hold of Assange, I'm done for. You don't believe it? That's exactly what happened. Next week is going to be a massive ride. And... I didn't hear anything from any sources about something this week on Friday. But I'm making that statement to you that it is very curious that we've had only one press release from the Justice Department. Today, and it's already 1, not 1 p.m., it's 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Most of the stuff coming out of the East, um, Eastern District of Virginia, which is, you know, where you never want to get subpoenaed to be tried in court. (laughs) (laughs) Because you will go there and no one will see anything. That's like spook court, right? Maybe something's brewing out of there. I don't know. But there are no announcements except for the G fraud, which is a huge story in itself, right? That they were misrepresenting subprime loans and mortgage fraud. We've seen a lot of that mortgage fraud with senators and house reps. We'll see. But in the meantime, this weekend, like I said, I will be putting together a show with breaking news from Friday because, see, Friday afternoon after my show, there's a lot. And I will be speaking to a very, very awesome source, early hours of Saturday, Well, it'll be like Friday night-ish, like 2, 3 a.m., where I'm working on something super huge. So I'll probably include that on it and give you kind of an update of what happened Friday afternoon because there's obviously something brewing and also more on Assange. So that'll be a free bonus, kind of just podcast. Um, Next week is going to be awesome, guys. I told you. The next 10 days, we're going to be very telling. I told you that on April 6th, April showers coming down hard and you're going to see, a. I mean, can you guys not hear the, the butts puckering across the nation, especially with the, Hey, we're giving you all the illegal immigrants since you're in sanctuary city. It's going to be fun. So on that note, I just want to wish everyone a great weekend. I will upload this show, uh, as soon as possible and keep your eyes out, uh, keep your heart true and try to have an object, objective perspective on anything you hear, read and see, and please try to read the articles you retweet. Cause I see a lot of people that I even follow retweeting things that make absolutely no sense that have like two lines in an article. Pay attention. Be true to yourself. God bless all of you. All of you. And we will be back on Monday, 12 to 2 Eastern Time, with the developments that we will see over the weekend. Hopefully, one of those will be Assange arriving to the United States of America. So stay healthy. Much love. And God bless Donald Trump. Have a great evening and thanks for tuning in.